Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is David Echt who during his near-death experience was in a state of ecstasy and a realm of brilliant colors. In fact, it was so incredible he didn't want to return. David, thank you for joining me and welcome. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate this. Dave, if you don't mind, let's just start on the day that it happened and go from there. I am 69 years old. So this was back in, it was New Year's 1973-74, changing to 74. New Year's party um, was back in the 70s and people were doing a lot of drugs, including myself. I didn't, didn't know my limits and I basically overdosed that night. Um, and let me try to explain it in kind of in sequence. It was, it was a party, I was just, I was feeling really tired. I didn't know I was even that close to the edge. And so I just laid down. And other people still in the room, they were talking and drinking or whatever they were doing. And so I just found like a quiet little corner and laid down and I just immediately felt like the floor dropped out from under me. And um, everything, the whole world was gone. Everything was gone. I was just immediately immersed in light. It was brilliant. I mean, you probably heard descriptions like this before. It was, it was, um, it was beyond anything I can describe. It was a feeling of ecstasy that was incredible. I, I felt just complete. I didn't want to come back. It was wonderful. Um, I didn't. I didn't go through the traditional tunnel. I didn't see family or friends. None of that. I just went directly into the light, and it was just complete, completely ecstatic. Yeah, and I was there for um, a long period of time. I must have been dead. 20 minutes i'm not even quite sure um after it was over um someone described to me like the next day what had happened because after this event happened everyone just like cleared the room basically when i came to um so what she told me the next day was that there was um light that emerged from my from my body and she said it swirled around the room she said everyone could see it it was obvious um and then when i came to like basically i was i was never the same um, and i i read not too long ago that that's not completely uncommon for phenomenon to occur when people die it's not common but it's not uncommon it's it's been known to happen um and so my experience was um really overpowering. I mean, I, 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 I was, I was dysfunctional for years and years after because of it. I was very, I was like kind of a normal socialized kind of, you know, average guy. And afterwards, um, I was just completely, my whole personality, I think it changed. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, and I went out, I came back to my body once during that period. 
I took a breath and I just wanted to leave again. Once I went back into the light until finally I was there for a good period of time and the message just came to me. It wasn't, wasn't an audible voice or anything, but just like the knowledge came to me that if I didn't come back, I never would. My life is over. And so without, and I can't say it was a thought. It was more like a, like a volition of will. Um, so I just, um, I was back in my body. I opened my eyes. I drew a breath. I was back. I felt very affected by it immediately because um, it never really leaves you. I've had a lot of years to reflect on it because it happened to me a very long time ago. It was a week before my 21st birthday. Um, and so I've had a lot of years to reflect and try to figure out, because I didn't know what had happened for, for a long time. I wasn't sure what had happened. Um, and so finally, the age of the internet came around. I started reading about near-death experiences and what other people experienced. I realized, oh, that's what happened to me. Um, um, I was unable to really kind of relate to most people afterwards. <laughs> Because no one, no one I, I, in my world had had anything like that ever happen. So um, the aftermath was probably more striking than, than the actual experience itself in some ways. I was, for months and months afterwards, I would just lay down to fall asleep. I'd be out of my body, blind or something. Um, dozens of experiences where I was just out of my body. I flew with angels. I've seen them. Um, I've been I've been in the light a few times, and eventually I, I eventually I got grounded enough where I was able to kind of like to try to function in the world again. Um, it's quite an experience to have because there's a lot of knowledge that comes with it. Just knowledge about, about life itself what what the core of life is because we go into that that's what we are it's our kind of our essential nature and so when the body mind ceases to exist we experience this whole other realm that's part of ourselves we're just unaware of it because we're caught in our thoughts and we have our you know we we believe that we are this we're that but this this core part of us is always there it's always it always exists um, we just have to get out of the way, you know, to experience it. Um, there, there, are, there, I have a lot of takeaways from it all. Yeah. Um, one of them is that um, the line between life and death is, laser, is just razor thin. There's, um, I mean, once I crossed over, I didn't even know it. The line was so thin; it was just almost, it was transparent at the time. It was I did it was as if I had never lived. I didn't remember my life, any anyone I'd ever known. I was so immersed in this experience that there was nothing else. There had never been anything else, and that's kind of the reality. It was like this 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 deeper reality has always been there, and it's incredible. It really is. We just get. We get in the world of, of of thought and you know essential experiences. It, we're, we're just we're disconnected from that essential part of our own nature, and so this experience just eliminates all of that. All that, and so there we are. We're just we are. Our, we are 
are essentially nature. David, thank you for sharing your experience with us. When you first crossed over, did you realize that you were, you know, in another world or possibly dead? There was kind of like I wasn't really even, it's like the body, mind, the mental process. Uh, when you die, that doesn't really function anymore. It's like the, the it dies with the, a lot of our mental process dies with the body. It ceases to exist. And so we are just the experience. You're just pure experience without, without any thought involved or any, you know, we, we modify our daily experience all the time with our thoughts and beliefs. But um, in that realm, there's no, there's nothing to modify that, that experience. So we're, so it's pure experience. So I didn't remember having ever lived. I had no, no thought or concept or anything of the life I, I just left. It was gone and I didn't remember it and I didn't care. There was no need to care. Um, the ecstasy was so incredible. Nothing else seemed to matter. There was, there was nothing else. Um, and, and, and there was, and the, the light, I should explain, um, it was brilliant. It was brilliant colors. It was like vibrant, really multiple, every color imaginable. And I was part of it. It was all around me and it was me. And it was all, there was, it was all ecstatic. <laughs> Do you feel like the light was healing you? Possibly. Possibly, because when I came to, um, finally, um, I didn't take drugs again. I didn't do anything again. I was, you know, um, I had no desire to. It kind of was cured in a way. Not that I had a disease. I was just caught up with, you know, a lot of people were taking a lot. And that was kind of a thing to do back then. And I didn't know my, my own limitations. Um, so, yeah, I... I um, Maybe in some ways it did kind of kill me. It left me, it left me different. You know, my understanding of the world different. I think it's amazing that many people at the party saw this light swirling around your body. It sounds like around to me. Room, I was told. Sounds like to me they were witnessing you leaving. Yeah. And then, it, and then at some point, somebody appeared to witness you come back. Yeah, there was one person that told me, explained everything to me, that what had happened. And she said that everyone, she said everyone in the room saw it. And I think it really freaked people out because they just, I mean, everyone exited really fast once they came to. And it, the, the experience was over. Uh, the room just cleared. <laughs> How long were you gone for from this realm? No one was really keeping track of time, but it was a good 20 minutes. That's what I was told. While you were over there, did it feel like you were there for days or weeks? It was an eternity. Yeah, there was no, there was no time. Um, it was, yeah, it was, um, there was no thought of time. I was just there and it was never ending. And I, and I felt complete. Like I didn't feel the need to do anything or be anywhere or anything. I felt like I was, in a, I was complete in some way. You mentioned that on the other side, it was like your pure experience. Yeah. Would you say that's pure experience in real time and that you're never concerned about the past or the future? Yeah. Yeah. Bada bing. You got it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there, there's no time is like a condition, you know, of this world. <laughs> you know, of our 24-hour Earth spinning cycles, yada yada yada. You know, so um, when we leave this realm, there's there's no time. There's no that none of that exists. And you're not aware of it because you're not thinking. You also mentioned that there is a thin line between our realm and that realm, right? Yeah. Even at this point, do you feel like you can access that realm easily? Um, no. <laughs> In a word, um, I, I practice meditation. That's the closest I get. There are times where I find, you know, some uh, some... I find some peace, some, some, I, some, some, how can I explain it? Closer to it. You know, where I can kind of like, it's there, I can feel it, but I'm not there. Yeah. But that, but since then, I, I, and, and the months that followed, I had many other experiences where I was out of my body where I felt the ecstasy again, or I was just free. I couldn't, I, I had trouble staying in my body. So, were you getting out of your body at will, or was that just something that was accidentally happening to you? It was happening spontaneously. I would just lie down and I'd be out of my body. I'd be, I'd be flying or I'd be something. You know, it was. It happened for quite a while afterwards. You know, it took a long time to kind of get grounded in, in me again. Since your NDE. Have you noticed that you have any new mental abilities that you didn't have prior? Yeah, yes and no. <laughs> um, I, I can, how to explain it? I can see things more clearly in a way, psychically. I can tune into people pretty easily, can feel what they're thinking often. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't use it as a tool or anything, but it's just, it's, it's really easy. Um, I avoid crowds because I get overwhelmed with all the, with the vibration of so many people. Um, so yeah, I've become a much more sensitive in that level. After that party happened and so many people witnessed the, the light going around the room, were many people asking, hey, what happened to you? Did you know, where'd you go? Or They were freaked out. They left. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I talked to, talked to maybe two of them again. One was my brother, and we never talked about it. He was there. He came and sat by me afterwards. He was supportive, but we never, ever talked about it. I think it was just too, had everyone too freaked out. Uh, no one had ever seen anything like it, uh, including myself. Um, and just the, the one friend that, you know, that told me the day after what had happened was about the only description I've ever really had other than my own experience my own perspective while you were there in the light did you happen to see any other beings or hear them or communicate with anybody else no that's where my experience is different from a lot of others um there was there i didn't have any of that it was just it was just yeah like i said but um previously i didn't saw a lot of people describe going through the tunnel and they, they see friends or family I didn't have any of that. I just, I didn't miss it. I didn't long for it. I didn't know that, I didn't even know at that time in my life that that was an experience that people had. Um, you know, I was just 21 years old, <laughs> 20 years old. 
Um, no, I just, I went directly within a split second. I was in this realm of light. It just happened really quickly. And the floor dropped out from under me. It wasn't like I rose up. It's like I was alone, everything it just dropped out from under me. And I felt it drop out. And the, the girl who told me the description said that it looked like the floor dropped out from under me physically. I'm sorry, can you say that again? The girl that told you what? Yeah, the girl who uh, the day after uh, told me what she witnessed, she said it looked like the floor dropped out from me all along. She said it looked like it dropped out from underneath me. And that's what it felt like to me. I was lying there and suddenly just like, I didn't feel myself rise up. I felt like the ground drop out from under me. And I was just there suspended. That's an amazing account. I mean, it's like the whole room had a shared death experience. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very powerful. I wonder how many people after that party stopped using drugs. <laughs> I, I would imagine quite a few. <laughs> now, you mentioned earlier that during one of your outer out-of-body experiences, you encountered angels. Do you recall yeah. what they looked like? Beautiful. Um, almost what you would expect, like the white translucent kind of figure. Um, and it was, it was an angel who kind of came through right up, right up in front of me. Um, and, we, and I had wings in, in, this, in this realm, in this experience. And we, we flew. She was kind of like my guide, and we flew. Um, and it was all, it felt wonderful. It happened spontaneously. Um, I did, there's nothing I could have done to, to evoke that. It just happened spontaneously. Is there anything within the out-of-body experiences that is similar to your NDE? Only in that I was kind of in a, in a state where I was not really in my, with my ego. I was just kind of like, that, that's a similarity. There was like really no sense of personal self. I was free in that way. And maybe that's what's required to leave the body. I don't know. You know, that was, that, this was all a long time ago. But I remember, I, you don't forget things like that. You know, it's like you can't unsee what you've seen. <laughs> And so I do remember it very well. At one point, you got a message that if you don't do something, your life is over. Can yeah. you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um, it wasn't, wasn't like a verbal message. There, weren't, there was no words. There, were no, there was no voice. There wasn't a voice in my ear. There was none of that. It was just like, um, like knowledge was transmitted to me. And I knew that. And it's like a, again, it's not a mental thought. Even it's like a volition of my, of my, my own volition that made me came back. Like suddenly, this knowledge, like I had to come back if I wanted to live. And so I think my own spirit, my own soul, just said yes. You know. And so I just opened my eyes and I was back. There was no feeling of being, you know, drawn back in my body. I was just, I was just there. Um, open my eyes, the room was still there, everything was still, you know, solid enough to touch. <laughs> yeah, I was never, I was never the same. Do you feel like you have a purpose? And if so, have you discovered what it is? It's a really, really, really good question. Um, something I've thought about often. 
but I, I can't say I really know other than that. I think this interview is part of it, just trying to convey this message because it's something I haven't talked about that much. I've told the story maybe half a dozen times in my life. Um, so now I'm doing it, you know, here. <laughs> um, so purpose in life is to try to, in my, from my estimation, is to understand why we're here, what our purpose is, what our, not what our purpose, but what makes us alive. What is that essence within us to go back? It's like going home. That's our home. And so for me, purpose in life is basically finding the way home. And I think it's the same for all of us. We're all yearning for something, you know? And I think we're, we're trying to find our way back to this essential essence of ourselves. You know, if there's any purpose, then that's it. You mentioned that after your NDE, you were dysfunctional. Yeah. Do you feel like you suffered some type of PTSD from the experience? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, and because um, I, it was difficult to relate to anyone or anything. Uh, there was no one in my world I could talk to about this um, that would understand that's had under had similar experiences. It just, I mean, you know, you're in America, you know, it's just that's very uncommon. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, so I was dysfunctional. I was it was, diff, it was difficult for me to communicate with people. Um, I had difficulty trying to hold jobs. All of it. I ended up working as an artist, which you can see I'm still still doing still doing that. And I became an airbrush artist eventually, and that's how I kind of got by because I just couldn't really check in anymore and work. Um, that's been my saving grace to a lot of my life has been to draw. <laughs> If we dig deeper into things like you didn't want to socialize with people and be with people, why was that? It was, I think, my own at that point inability to really connect with anyone. Because um, there was, I was, I was kind of in a separate state of mind, separate state of awareness, and I couldn't explain anything. I couldn't explain what, how I was seeing life. Um, I so I couldn't connect with people who just wanted to do the ordinary things in life and talk about ordinary stuff because I just couldn't relate to it anymore. Uh, well, maybe, it's kind of like my head in the clouds a little bit. Right. So it's like you are a new person. Your complete paradigm of life has shifted, and you had nobody to talk to about it. And so you Back just then you, was, yeah. you couldn't connect with people perhaps anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, especially I was like you know suburb of, of LA. There was no one around there I could talk to. As your life progressed and you told people obviously about your experience, like your wife, how did they react to it? <laughs> um, <laughs> you had to ask her? <laughs> uh, probably, probably a good question to ask. I think, I think she understands. She has a deep understanding of these things. Yeah, which is why we get along so well. That's great. Um, I haven't told that many people throughout my life. Really, maybe about half a dozen. I mean, through, I mean for years and years, I, I never spoke of it. It was just kind of my own, because there's no one I could talk to, so I never spoke of it. Um, I was even married once for eight years, so I never told my first wife about any of this. Um, 
so it's it's something that's um and i don't know why i'm not even sure why i kept it to myself so much it, like i said it wasn't until recent years that i've begun to talk about it do you fear death at all yes and no i i, I don't i'm not ready to go i got things i still want to do <laughs> but fear of actually dying in a way not 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 like i would have been because i my experience was that it's really wonderful um i think i i i think from my my own perspective now i think all i would miss you know being here and all i still want to do i would i would want to want to finish what i'm working on the types of things i'm doing but i'm not not afraid like most people are because i, I kind of i know i know it's there when you first got back do you feel like you were depressed because you're back here and you'd rather be there? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was some of that too. Um, I, I was lonely, depressed, couldn't relate to anyone. Um, and for a lot of years, for a lot of years. So, yeah, I think so. Is that something you've heard before? Is that kind of a common? Yes. Has the experience of this faded over time or is it still real today as it was the day it happened yes and no yeah it's faded in that you know I'm, i feel more grounded in the world now than i was for for a long time um i eventually got grounded enough to work and i became a computer programmer um but that took many 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 years um so i'm sorry i think i forgot your question already i was just asking has the memory faded over time oh not really. I mean, when I when I when I draw upon it, it's there. Uh, on my you know my daily whatever I do, I'm kind of like in you know whatever I'm doing. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think about it. You know. Um, but I yeah, when I when I stop and reflect, it's it's there. It's always there. When somebody asks me, it's there. I can I can describe it. I can remember it. I can still feel a little bit of it. <laughs> and when I talk about it, it kind of evokes more of the feeling. Now, you're an artist, and I've noticed that a lot of your work is, to me, mystical. Have you ever painted, like, the angels or the angel that you saw or any of the elements from your NDE or out-of-body experiences? No, not yet. Not yet. But I do try to um, find subjects that are otherworldly. I'm just drawn to do that. And I want to be able to... Well, you know, be able to say something through my work. That, that's important to me. It's, it's important to be kind of soul-driven about what I do. So you're saying that like each one of your paintings has a message? Yeah, or a feeling. Like either a message, like this, you know, woman behind me here um, is holding flowers because it's like her last. She's at the end, kind of. And you see there's like a, I don't know if you can spot it there, there's a skeleton and a clock set to midnight. So she's kind of, she's kind of at the end of her line, at the end of her story. And so, yeah, so it informs a lot of what I do. And the picture on the other side of my other shoulder here is actually a portrait of my brother who passed away um, a year and a half ago, hmm. stepping out of his story into another reality. Now that you said that, that's great how you can see a stepping out, almost like an NDE, stepping out of this world into the cosmos 
Yeah. What's the story about the angel above it? Um, that's kind of my thoughts about war. Mm. It was a bombed out city and the angels just in tears. What do you think inspires you about your NDE? Just about everything in my life. <laughs> um, it's impossible for it not to inform a lot of my actions and decisions because I, I know something that other people, most people don't know. Um, and so it's impossible for me to not act on that volition at times and make decisions that may not seem um, logical. But to me, they feel right, you know, based on just intuition. A lot, lot more, lot more intuitive, uh, intuitive feelings. I, I think I've, it left me more, more intuitive, basically. Yeah. And it's easy to, you know, to just, like I mentioned earlier, it's easy just to feel what, what's happening with other people when I meet them. If somebody wanted to see your artwork, what's your website address? Yeah, it's my last name, ECHT, E-C-H-T, dash, galleries, plural, dot com. And I, I'm, I just uh, finished this website a few weeks ago, so I'm starting to post everything I do there. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions. Are you open to that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, what's, I'd love to. what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, there's an email address on my website. Yeah, or they can go to David Ray Act um, on Facebook and find me there. Well, David, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? I should have said this right off the bat. Mm -hmm. When you're there, when you leave this world, that ecstasy is love. It's just all pure ecstatic love. Um, and it's it's not... It's not kind of like the worldly attachment love. It's like pure, it's wonderful. And it, that's, that's kind of the big takeaway. It's, it really is all love. We, that's the, our essence. You know, if we just get back closer to our essence, that's what we are. David, thank you for that message. And thank you again for being my guest. I really appreciate you. And I wish you a very successful art career. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. It was really fun. It was good talking to you. Likewise.